Hi friends, this is Morgan Ruff. I have a lot of labels that span the very many adventurous roads that I've taken in my life from wilderness guide to elite level cyclist, ski mountaineer, environmental policy walk to one of my favorite labels of all time, wild adventure mom. I am a wild woman and a wild soul. My life has taken me on some pretty cool adventures, but it's not always been an easy journey. I've been burned out, run down, depressed, anxious, truly ready to toss in the towel many times. I've been lost and wandering alone in the forest before, literally and figuratively, ready to give up. But over the past years, I've learned to cultivate hope, joy, and resilience within myself. Are you feeling like you've lost your way in this crazy ride in life? Feeling burned out or overwhelmed by the state of your home, let alone low in the state of the world right now? Yeah, I get, yeah, I understand. I've been there and frankly, I still go there. All this can feel big and scary when we first come to it, but with some support from each other, you'll see how much power you truly have. Learn to trust yourself again and gain greater connection to yourself, the people, and the world around you. On this podcast, we explore what's on our hearts and minds, learn new tools and skills for braving the wilderness, and most importantly, find out that we're not alone. Thanks for joining. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, if you're interested in joining the community and furthering the conversation, pop over to Facebook and join us at Uplift for the Wild Soul or follow me on Instagram, Morgan Ruff Uplift. Here's the podcast. Hello, wild souls. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. This is your host, Morgan Ruff, and I'm here with a special edition as I am thinking about the holiday season that is upon us, Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is a holiday that I meet with a little bit of trepidation. So often this holiday is really celebrating the colonization of North America and the taking over of land and resources from the native native populations. And um, as somebody who has worked for a tribal community for the past eight years, something rubs me the wrong way about the celebration of this takeover. But this year I am really thinking about this holiday in a different way. I'm, I'm actually really approaching it as holding true to its name, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What does it mean to live in thanks? What does it li- mean to live in gratitude? So as I mentioned, I've been working for a tribal community for the past eight years, and I didn't realize the amount of schooling that I have been receiving from that community while I was working. And it's only been recently as I've really reflected on and started learning more about the practice of gratitude and exploring different authors and different scientific studies and, and just really trying to get to the root of what is this, what is this thing, this gratitude thing that everybody's talking about, that I have come to realize that it's been woven into my day to day life, thanks to the tribe. 
So where I work, we will often have large celebrations, get-togethers of our department um, for the holidays, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. Um, in the summer, we'll have a large barbecue. And every time we get together, even though the majority of our, our staff there are, are not tribal members, um, there's always an opening with a prayer, a song, um, and always, always, always there's thanks given, always. And for some reason, when I am in that moment, it just touches my heart because the thanks is so sincere and it's so true to these people. Recently, I've discovered an author. She wrote the book Braiding Sweetgrass. Her name is Robin Wall Kimmerer. Kimmerer. Sorry, Kimmerer. Kimmerer. <laughs> She's a botanist and has a PhD and her writing is profound and beautiful. But she talks about how tribal cultures are ones that live in a culture of gratitude that um, she writes about how, from her perspective, um, about tribal, her own tribal culture, gratitude is our first responsibility to the earth. And because gratitude opens us up to an ethic of su sufficiency, really we have everything you need. It, it is one of the most radical acts of rebellion against our current societal messages <laughs> that you can take to look around you and see, wow, everything I need is here. Gratitude also opens us up to a recognition of reci reciprocity with the earth. The other day I was standing in the shower and I had one of those moments, you know, those like magical shower moments where <laughs> you're just standing there and all of a sudden you have this profound, deep aha and sense. And it's not like I've never had this idea before. Obviously, um, it's it's come to me before this realization, but I all of a sudden had this profound realization that Every single thing that I touch, every single thing that I see, every single food that I eat comes from the earth. The water that was like pulsing down on me in the shower, it was coming directly from the earth. And I just had this overwhelming sense of thanks, of gratitude, like, wow, this planet gives us everything that we need. So when somebody gives me a gift, I always want to reciprocate. I always want to give back. It opens me up to, um, you know, doing more. And so the earth is constantly giving us these gifts of food, of security, of shelter, of warmth, of clean water. And I just find myself constantly when I'm steeped in that gra feeling of gratitude, all I want to do is give back and say thanks. Thank you, Earth. And I think this is like part of what I've been learning in my experience working with the tribe. Just this profound way of living and being and seeing the world, which is so counter 
to the way that we are typically seeing things these days. So what would it mean to, to live in gratitude? Well, on top of creating reciprocity with the earth and having that sense of sufficiency, like, wow, really, I do have everything I need right now in this moment. You know, that sense of like really bringing you into the present moment. I feel like gratitude is one of the most important tools to bringing us back to joy. And so I uh, am reading another book, um, a Return to Joy by Andrew Harvey and Carolyn Baker. And I was just reading the introduction and it struck me um, just how important this work really is. Uh, in the first sentence, they say, nothing is more important for the future of humanity than a global return to joy. At a moment of profound sadness regarding the state of the world, Andrew Harvey was given a dream vision, a message that changed his life. A golden banner was unfurled in a sunlight sky above, and on that banner were written the words, Joy is the power. Immediately he understood, viscerally and cellularly, that the tremendous challenges we all face at this time cannot be met by grief or heartbreak or despair alone. What is needed for all of us is to find the way back to all spiritual traditions that as the essence know as the essence of reality, the simple joy of being that is the indispensable foundation for all meaningful living and all truly effective action. Joy is our central operating system. And I think that, you know, again, we've just lost that compass, that sense of like, true joy is where we create our own power and our own essence. I have found that the practice of gratitude is one of the most central tools that I can use to bring me back to my joy. Because again, the joy, you know, different from happiness, happiness is sort of like using external factors or influences that kind of create happy, but joy is that internal feeling. It's that little spark, that coal, that ember of light that just kind of keeps growing and keeps you warm and glows and radiates out. It is a spiritual practice, whereas happiness is more of an external experience. So how do we, how do we find joy? How do we find joy in our life? Gratitude, gratitude. One of the, the practices that I have in my journey to joy, 14 day um, email gratitude challenge, boy, that was a mouthful, um, that I think I've had the most feedback about that people have see, felt the biggest shift or the biggest transition from what is really thinking about a situation that has been a thorn in your side or something ha that has in your mind traditionally been really negative and you spend time sinking into how can I find gratitude for that situation that was really bad I mean think about it like what is one of the worst things that's ever happened to you in your life? What is one of the worst things that you've ever experienced that you just, in your mind, it's just bad. Nothing about it is good. 
And what happens when you really start to explore, well, what, what if I could have gratitude around that bad experience? What if that experience was here to teach me something different, to show me a different perspective, to make sure that I understood the contrast in life, that there's, there's a direction that I do not want to go and a direction I do want to go. So that experience was maybe just showing you that backstop. Oop, not that way. Go the other way. And that has been the practice that I think most people have gone, whoa, I have never, ever thought of it like that before. And, you know, it's not to say, oh, yay, let's all like go out and have bad experiences. <laughs> like I've certainly had enough experiences in my life that I just, I really wish I didn't have to learn that way. But the fact of the matter is, like, this is life. There's there's negative things that are going to happen to us, and we are going to experience it. And it's up to us to frame it in a way that's going to um, create growth, create forgiveness, create um, a crack so that we can meet it with love and compassion and meet ourselves with more love and compassion. Um and it's not always easy to do. And I think so often we're just trained to see things in a, like a very um, dualistic way. Like there is a good way and bad. So that situation is, is bad. I'm going to keep put it in the bad category. But can it be bad and good at the same time? Can you hold both those at the same time? I think you can. I never thought I could. I never thought I could do that. Never thought I could look at some of the situations that have happened in my life that were just hor horrifically bad and find ways of cracking the door open to gratitude and through that find greater levels of healing, a greater depth of appreciation for where I am, for what I've come through. So gratitude, it's so powerful and it's so, so simple. And I know that I talk about it a lot. I have been talking about it a lot, but I do, I feel like this is a practice when you lean into it, when you actually sit down and you write out your 10 things you're grateful for and you really feel into why you are grateful for them. And then you take a minute to reflect and you just put your hand on your heart and you say, thank you, thank you, thank you. What if we all spent Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving holiday, truly feeling thankful for what is in front of us, for the dishes that are in front of us, for the messy kitchen, for the house that is full of kids and noise. And we just allowed it to be what it was. And we could see that gift of the earth coming in coming into our house and we could feel that sense of reciprocity that the tribe has taught me. What if that is what our Thanksgiving holiday is about this time? And we've taken away some of the noise, or maybe we haven't, <laughs> depending on your situation. But for many of us, we're choosing a little bit of a quieter, quieter holiday. It's okay if you're, you're not, if that's, you're not on that page, but you know, for us. And um, I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for what I have, the health of my family, and this time to, to just really 
be intentional about the way I want to feel and really dig into the lessons that I have been learning that have been right in front of me for 10 years. And I didn't even know it, didn't even know it. So grateful to my employers for all that they have taught me. And that's not even in the professional sense. (laughs) So with that, I hope you have a beautiful Thanksgiving holiday. That you are able to feel that sense of gratitude and deepening and strength and connection to the earth. And just that you feel that reciprocity. Gosh, thank you, earth. Thank you so much for all you provide. And now I want to give a gift to you. And if you are interested in joining the Journey to Joy program, it's 100% free. It's totally open. And I would love, love, love to have you because as I, I shared earlier, joy is a power. And that is the power we all need to find in order to figure out creative solutions to the world that we're in right now. So the more of us who are practicing gratitude, the more of us who are, are really committed to feeling good, I think the better off the world is going to be. So join my journey to joy, go to morganroff.com, click on journey to joy, you'll see a little bit more information there. And I would love to have you. If any of this speaks to you, I would love to hear more please send me a DM or um, email me. Um, my I am at Morgan Ruff Uplift on Instagram or otherwise um, you can find me on Facebook. Thank you all. Thank you all you wild women and wild souls. And I really look forward to our next conversation. Bye.